Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. This is either gonna be a good time or a bad time. We're just gonna have to figure that out. You are now listening to Stupid Wise Girl. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Stupid Wise Girl. This podcast was created for everyone and anyone who is seeking their purpose, who wants to change but might feel stuck. Our title is a perfect example why you should not judge a book by its cover. We aim to help everyone, not just females. We dig deep into ourselves in every episode and we get real with what we need and we learn how to figure out exactly what that is. Whether it's a relationship or a career, we as individuals make stupid mistakes although our wiser, higher self always knew better. We must get to a place where we can accept our stupid and move forward into our wise. Thank you again and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey lovies, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Stupid Wise Girl, almost in the double digits. So thank you guys for tuning in again. Today's episode starts with a really cliche saying, but I'm going to dissect it so we really understand how important it is. We have all heard the saying, your vibe attracts your tribe, and truer words could not be spoken. But let's get to the bottom of it because if you really understand it, you'll make a lot of changes in your life with the people you surround yourself with. Because selecting your inner circle, your support team, is probably one of the most crucial things that you have to do when you want to live your best life. But the issue is a lot of us don't even know what our vibe is. We think we do, but we have no idea that we walk around with patterns that we're not able to break And we walk around blocking our own blessings and holding on to energy within ourselves that sometimes actually attracts the wrong people. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Not to get all Sigmund Freud with you guys, but we need to look deep within and go back into our childhood. What we saw, what we learned, and the kind of love that was in our family dynamics because that is where we learn how to be with everyone else in our life. I'm gonna use myself as an example. My parents were unconditionally in love. And the only reason I say were is because a year ago, my mother passed away. I love her and miss her every day, but my parents were really, really, really madly in love. Mom, You're not here, but no boyfriends up in heaven if your spirit's tuning in. But what happened with me and my pattern was I went on a search and I tried to find someone to give my unconditional love to. And a lot of times it didn't even matter if the person was bad to me, bad for me. I was programmed to love regardless. Loving isn't bad, but given the choices and the men I was dating, I didn't know how to set boundaries. I didn't know that I had to redirect that unconditional love towards myself. So I had to break the pattern and I had to figure out that I was programmed that way. And I did that by trying to find reasons why I was accepting the things I was accepting. And I had to learn to make better choices. And as I mentioned, I had to love myself unconditionally first. So take a minute just to see if you can think of the people you were around and who raised you, 
and see if you can spot similarities between you and them because believe it or not, you're gonna find a connection and a pattern somewhere. Even if it's not identical, there is a characteristic inside of you that's similar to somebody who raised you. And when you find your pattern, you will understand why you accept or do things the way you do. Breaking patterns is so important for self-love. Self-love is so important. It teaches you how to hold your power and how to choose yourself when it comes to people and situations in your life. Every single choice starts and ends with you. Every relationship you enter because you enter because you want to, you believe it'll make you happy, but every relationship you exit should always be because you chose yourself over something or someone that was toxic for you. When things are more bad and you start to feel more bad than you do good, I want you to start distancing yourself from whoever it is that makes you feel bad. In episode four, I spoke about how to find yourself and make yourself happy. It's important for me to continue this journey with you guys and make sure that you're around people that genuinely, genuinely, I emphasize on the word genuinely, love and support you. So I'm going to do a step-by-step process how relationships are formed and how to handle them in almost every phase or situation. And phase one is the obvious, when you first meet someone new. Whether it's a friend or a romantic interest, everyone is really amazing and on their best behavior in the beginning. The first few days, the first few weeks, even sometimes months, you feel like you found your new best friend or you met your dream guy or your dream girl and you're on cloud nine and it's really good to be here. But this can only last X amount of time before you get into phase two, which is the first time something goes wrong. And this is where you should spot the red flags and take it for what it is and what's happening in your first disagreement with someone. Please, please, please pay attention to how they treat you in a disagreement. I'm not talking about the words. Words can hurt and we all tend to say terrible things when we are arguing. But I want you to pay attention to how they handle you in actions when it comes to a disagreement. What I mean by that is, did they say everything they wanted but ignored your feelings? You know, there's those types of people that you can send a paragraph to and they reply with only how they're hurt and they start to play victim and they don't even acknowledge that they might have actually hurt your feelings also. They don't even see your perspective. Are they completely ignoring you? People who are genuinely nice, even when arguing with other people, will always take people's feelings into considerations and will never ignore someone. It just shows very low emotional intelligence to do those things to to good people. When you do get to this moment with someone, and it's the first time you're having a disagreement and you notice they only care about themselves, this is the time to start separating yourself from what is a selfish, selfish person. And I also want you to understand right here and now that if and when someone does ignore you and disregards your feelings, please don't ever feel like there's something wrong with you. Stop sitting there and wondering why you didn't get a response, what you could have said differently, what you could have done differently, Truth is, in that moment, the universe and or God is actually protecting your energy by showing you who someone is. And it would not matter if you said or did anything different because selfish people, they want your energy. They don't care for anything else. Your words, your feelings, they don't matter. 
And the more you keep showing these people that you care and that you're upset or you try to get a response out of them, you're going to keep feeding their energy, the drama that they so, so love. So stay clear of these people. A lot of times we'll give people more than one chance to hurt us. But this is why Oprah says, when someone paints a picture of who they are, you must believe them the first time. But again, if you're like the old me, you'll still give people chances to hurt you. That's why I want you to promise me right now that no matter how many disagreements you have had with someone moving forward, you're going to start paying attention to how people in your life treat you during your times of differences. Good friends, really good friends, even really good spouses can argue, but then we get over it and laugh and share so much love knowing we're human and humans will not always agree. Once you do accept that a person is selfish and doesn't care about you, you must learn to say no to their presence in your life. If and when they reach out, be gracious. Tell them you're busy. I'm busy, I'm sorry. You might bump into people that are gonna ask you why you're busy, why you're acting the way you're acting. I don't want you to start arguing with these people because chances are they're feeding off of your energy. They're seeking an emotional reaction from you. We all know the selfish ones are usually the ones for some reason who love drama the most. So be gracious with them and hold your power, no matter what they say. Take the high road. Believe me if it's someone who actually cares about you and your feelings, they'll actually apologize and tell you what they did wrong without seeking another fight or seeking a reaction. They will figure out that they have hurt you in whatever way they did and they will apologize. That's how you know this person belongs in your tribe because good people can figure out that they have hurt somebody or upset somebody. You have to let people do what they want. This way you get a chance to see who they are. People that don't care, they will just move on and therefore you should also. I don't care if it's a friend, I don't care if it's a spouse, your loyalty should never go towards people that just don't deserve you. Because loyalty has nothing to do with how much pain you're supposed to take for someone. You need to have loyalty for yourself. That way you show people how to treat you. Leaving these kinds of people behind is not selfish, it's not mean, and it's necessary when you're trying to be the best version of yourself and never let anyone make you feel bad for choosing you in these kinds of situations. Now let's take a mental picture of the people in your life. One by one, go down this list and try to figure out how each one makes you feel. If there's someone that actually makes you happy and means well, and when you think of them, you feel good, but sometimes they could be annoying, maybe you argue, maybe you don't always see eye to eye, but that should never change the initial feeling that this person overall makes you happy. And the same thing goes on the flip side. If there's someone who's in your life and they're always draining your energy, you know what I'm talking about when I say that. You're always confused or feeling negative when you're around this person and you don't know why but they act like they care and they say all the right things and they play victim and they start to make you question yourself and if you're doing something wrong to them, meanwhile, you could feel their energy just sucks. That's why I say go based on someone how makes you feel because your intuition will never, ever, 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 ever steer you wrong, especially when it comes to people. 
once you filter through the people that bring you happiness versus the ones that don't, you'll know who has to be cut from your life and remember, do so with grace. Again, only the people who make you miserable should go. I don't want you guys to start cutting off friends because of a few disagreements because you're gonna wind up alone in a bubble. I just want you to let go of people who try to sabotage you, play mind games, could possibly be messing with your confidence. I'm not talking about little arguments here and there. I mean, overall, if a person means well and makes you feel good, keep them. Walking away with your power will not only build your patience, but your confidence will grow knowing you are capable of choosing yourself and loving yourself enough to walk away with your head held high. Energy is huge and it's everything. And if it's spent on drama and toxic people and their toxic situations, it's gonna put you behind. Imagine whether it's an argument or a confusing situation and you're spending time thinking about it or trying to fix it and it's just, it's bad energy. And imagine it lasts an hour and sometimes even longer. Sometimes we spend a whole day imagining what we could have done differently. Well, that's an hour and a day you're never going to get back and you could have been doing something productive. You're never going to get that time back. Time is all we have. Now, as always, let's do a rundown of things for you guys to look for and ways to handle toxic people so you always win and choose yourself. Number one. Your first argument with someone, notice how you're being treated with their actions. Words are sucky, but we all sometimes have potty mouths, and it's in the actions I want you to judge someone by. If they ignore you even once during a time of disagreement, as I said, that shows lack of emotional intelligence. Please go in the other direction. Number two, if and when you are ignored, please do not feel unworthy. Instead, feel protected and trust that the universe has your back. It always, always knows what it's doing, I promise. Number three, handle these kinds of people with grace if and when they do come around. Do not ever give them what they are seeking, which is your energy. The high road will always win here. Number four, if this is not a new person in your life, start to go down a list of people in your life and how they make you feel. You can feel this answer out. And moving forward, pay attention to how your friends, your family, your spouse treats you in a time of disagreement. You should never, ever feel ignored and disregarded. And number five, more than anything, choose yourself, your power, and your self-love every, every time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, if you have any questions, comments, feel free to email me at she at the number one stupidwisegirl.com. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in.